When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family. All right. We wanted to do a quick thing for you here to wrap things up. Um, I was curious what people thought was the best baseball city in America. So I thought, you know what? Let's, Brig and I, let's put together some lists, uh, share our thoughts on it. And baseball family, we want you to let us know what you think are your best, your are the best baseball cities in America, whether you've been there or not. Uh, we want to share opinions with you. Um, let's go ahead and get started. We're, we're going to do three, and as always, we do have runners-up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. As per usual. So, Brig, why don't you get us started here with your runner-up? Well, before I do, Brad, I think I better lay mm-hmm. some context out. Okay. So, the way... I asked Brad before this, I said, should we come up with standardized criteria or some sort of uniformity? Uh, for our evaluation he said no he said i want to keep it totally pure right so you evaluate the city how you want to i'll evaluate it how i want to use whatever metrics or whatever you want i said "Ooh, cool so (laughs) (laughs) so i did whatever i want which is the best answer ever do whatever you want so okay Mm -hmm. so i have uh and most of my criteria will start to come to come to light very quickly but i did want to say that i did a little bit of background research um i went and figured out what the average ticket prices were in 2019 mm. per seat across the league uh the highest was 167 dollar average seat that's league-wide oh, wow. now now that's not a premium seat so if there's any additional amenities at all then mm-hmm. it doesn't count right that's just a right. regular old seat like you can get anywhere. No padding. <laughs> You're not behind home, <laughs> home plate in a lazy boy. Nobody will bring you anything for free. You know, nothing mm-hmm. like that. These are regular old seats. So $167 per seat was the top end. The bottom end was $52 per seat. Okay? Um, okay. And that was at Statista. Statista. I also okay. went to Wallet Hub. I went to Wallet Hub, and they have a... Uh, metric driven um i guess list of the best baseball cities in america and uh they have 31 key metrics that they use to determine what would be the best baseball city in america and i know i'm nerding out a little bit right here but some of the things that they that they evaluated and gave <laughs> weight to were um the number of teams in the city performance level of the teams how many championships but then all the way down to fan engagement, average ticket price, number of coaches in the past 10 seasons. So coaching turnover was a factor that they used. Stadium capacity and then average attendances. Those things, I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. 31 metrics to go into their score on, and it was out of 361 cities in America. And they took major league, minor league, and college. Okay? Mm. So... 
Those are a couple of the things that I used, and I did that research after I'd already made my decisions. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, these are what I think are the best baseball cities in America. Let me go see what the rest of the world thinks, and uh, I have their de- their data to insert into my decision-making. Well, now I feel bad because uh, I did not go nearly that deep. and <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I have, the da- I have the data right here. We just pull it up and add it. All right. Okay. Pretty cool. So my yeah, runner-up. Go, go ahead. Yep. My runner-up is New York City. Okay. And there's a lot of reasons New York City could arguably be the greatest baseball city in America. I mean, there are two teams there. Mm-hmm. So if you can support two historical franchises like that, I mean, that's a big deal, right? Um, yeah. Two new stadiums in the last couple of decades, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's clearly money, there's clearly support, right? The fans are coming out. Public transportation to either ball field, that's a big deal to me, right? The ability to get to and from, you don't have to worry about parking or paying or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, I mean, we can talk about the fans are loyal to a, to a fault <laughs> sometimes. And, yeah. uh but yeah. I would the, the reason Chicago, or the reason New York is my runner-up is because sometimes, and I say this with all of the humility I can, Yankees fans are not accommodating. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for people visiting New York, so it goes. So the story goes. I've never I've never been, so I don't know. And and this is me being the Yankees fan that's never been to the Bronx, but. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the, you know everything I know about Yankees fans being one of them is that you know we we get pretty rough sometimes and we have some pretty intense opinions and it ought to be your opinion mm-hmm. too. So <laughs> I just think that it's less inviting sometimes, <laughs> and that's why they're my runner up. Okay, and you know, I'll be honest, I did not. New York is not on my list. Mm. Um, part of it is because. Um, and and actually, like this is like the big reason, is because you hear things about how New York fans don't get to the game until like the fourth or fifth inning, and everybody's sitting there on their phones the entire time. Yeah, like that's like a big thing for me. Is like I know I know that the Yankees are the Yankees, the Mets are the Mets, and you've got a long history there. But to me, New York is a basketball town. Yeah, mm, the Knicks suck and have for <laughs> a long time, and they still draw at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, you're right. So I, I I view New York as more of a, a basketball town as a baseball town. That's just mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. I like it. Who's your runner up, okay. Brad? My runner up is actually Boston. Okay. And you know, a big thing for me is fan loyalty. Yeah. Me too. How long has your team gone without winning anything <laughs> or winning a World Series and you still sell that place out? Yeah. You know, you look at Fenway and that place I mean it part of it is because it's a baseball landmark you know of course the history there like people any baseball fan who goes to boston typically is going to make it a point to go to a game you know if if it's available if he can yeah for sure yeah so i feel like that's a big part of it also is you know the experience of fenways but also like those fans have been rabid they went golly what was what was it it was like 90 years something like that 86 86 86, that's right yeah, 86 years between World Series titles, and the fans just, they rode it out for, I mean, literally generations, <laughs> generations. rode it out Yeah, to to get that title. And it was a big deal, and you know, the, fortunately for them, the Red Sox have repaid, and 
won multiple titles since then. Yeah. But that fan base is so strong and so loyal that I consider Boston a really, really strong baseball town. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you've got the Patriots, you've got the Celtics competing. Mm -hmm. So they're not, they're not the number one show in town. Got it. Despite everything. And that's Mm -hmm. why they're my runner up. Cool. Okay. All right. It's a good argument. My number three is Chicago. Oh, that's my number three. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's just geek out then. So obviously Wrigley is a landmark, right? Just like like you say with Fenway. There's no arguing Mm -hmm. with it. If you're even even close to have the opportunity to go, you go. Plus Mm -hmm. the Ivy. Let's just give the Ivy a nod. Plus, yeah. it's uh, the setting of my favorite baseball movie ever. So, yeah, it plays host to Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, for those who don't know. That's right. Um, fans just don't know when to quit. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's a big deal. I mean, you're talking loyalty, and you're talking oh, yeah. like generational problems with, like, but they yep. still pack it out. You know, they're still there, mm-hmm. and they're still diehard fans, and that's 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 beyond <laughs> That's beyond loyalty. It's something totally new. It um, is. And that was like one of my big things is <laughs> even with day games for so many years and so recently, people were still going to games every day. Yep. Every you day. Know, and and the day game at Wrigley was featured on one of my favorite movies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. For sure. You know, he skips school and goes to a game because who wouldn't at that point? No doubt. But but yeah, no, the long suffering fans for sure got it for me. And mm-hmm. and I actually specifically went north side on this specifically oh. Cubs fans make mm. like that part of the city, like really big. You've got Wrigleyville. Yeah. You know, for sure. It's where else do you have people listening to the game out in the street, but not watching it, just waiting for a home run ball. Yeah. Or what other cities have they accommodated and not raised the outfield grandstand to increase ticket revenue but instead, let the people who live across the street watch the game from on top of their apartment complex. Right. Well, and it's literally in a neighborhood. Yeah. Like, it's it's so Americana, it's nuts. Right? Like, mm-hmm. everything yeah. about it is family-friendly. It's called the Friendly Confines for a reason. Mm-hmm. Super duh. It's a huge baseball town. Then, you throw in the fact that there is a second Major League Baseball team in the same city. So... Yep. It's a huge deal, you know. Anyway, the point is, it's cool. it's fabulous. And and while there are fewer White Sox fans than Cubs fans, those people are diehard, man. Like, yeah, it's like Raiders fans, right? Where they're like, I'm gonna paint <laughs> my face and I'm gonna put on my spiky shoulder pads and we're freaking going. Okay, so I don't care what you wanted to do today. We're going to the White Sox game. Get in the car or get That's on the true. train. You know, White Sox. <laughs> White Sox fans are the Raider fans of, of Major League Baseball, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So, okay, a totally. couple of my nerd alerts here. The average ticket price uh, for a seat in Wrigley is $93. And uh, it, they don't call it Comiskey anymore, whatever it is, the new one. Um, mm-hmm. $81 per seat. And then the Wallet Hub 31-point uh, evaluation, it came in – Chicago comes in at number five of 361 available cities for baseball. 
number five. All right. Very nice. Yes. Um, and so one of the things I looked at was attendance. I wanted to look like farther back, but yeah, um, I just didn't take the time. But it's fair. The Cubs, I feel like, I mean, in 2018, they were number five in attendance. That's attendance per game. Mm-hmm. And then in 2019, they were um, number four. Wow. In attendance per game. And I feel like that's pretty consistent with them. Yeah. You know, like I said, Probably. they draw. The Cubs they, The Cubs draw. They always have drawn. They always will draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like you said, rabid fan base and a national a national draw. There are way more Cubs fans nationally because of WGN, most likely, mm-hmm. for sure. than, than, other, than a lot of other teams. So. Right. Same with the Braves and TBS, right? There are tons yep. of Braves fans, tons of Chipper Jones fans for the same reason. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. All right. My should we just go to my number two or do you want to go to your yeah, number two? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with your number two. Okay, so my number two is Boston, actually. Okay. Again, Fenway is a is a landmark. The fans are hardcore. I mean as hardcore as they come, but the brand itself is transcendent and the brand tells you a lot about the city and its culture and its people. And if you see a Red Sox hat you know, that scripted B, anywhere in the world, it's going to tell you a lot about that person. And so I think there's a lot to be said there, and the team stands up that culture. The team drives it. There's something really I – mean, I know I'm a Yankees fan, but there's something really special about the blue-collar, bad-boy, bearded baseball <laughs> that they built <laughs> in that late 90s, early 2000s. David Ortiz smashing the call box, you know, that Johnny Damon, (laughs) you know, you know, out in the outfield with his beard and uh, Dustin Pedroia having almost no business being in the major leagues. You know what I mean? Like all of it was Manny Ramirez is with his dreads. Oh, Manny being Manny. Like, (laughs) let's just be honest. It, it's a, it's a magical thing that they have down there. The culture is, is a big deal. I don't know. I, I think, I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's uh average ticket price for one seat at Fenway is $167. It's the wow. top end of all top ends and it beats out the number 2 by quite a bit. Um and then it's uh, Wallet Hub listed it as number 4 out of 361. So hmm. wow. for those reasons I think it's the number 2 baseball city in America. Very nice. And I can't fault you for that because like I said they were my runner up I totally get it. For sure. Well, right. and I can't argue with your basketball stuff too. I mean, but the Patriots. What I did want to say is that the ba- the, the baseball scene has not diminished despite the Patriots' success. Like even with right. it, it's still as robust. And before the Patriots were successful at all, and we were laughing at them, the <laughs> we were the uh, oh yeah no I know the Red Sox fan base was still as you know hot and heavy. So I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think the Patriots have taken away from the Red Sox thing at all. Right. And you know, I say Patriots because that's pretty recent, but, uh, I feel like the Celtics thing is very real. Yeah, but they didn't split their loyalty. They just were loyal to both as aggressively. Yeah. 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 It's that's true. right. That's my argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get okay, it. What's that's your cool. number two? My number two is LA. 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 <laughs> <laughs> The best tacos in LA. Okay. Um, and specifically Los Angeles. I mean, I'm 
I could include Anaheim in this because technically the Angels are the LA Angels. Mm, um, no. You know, and that's a team who has not been good and continues to draw despite not being good. True. Um, yeah. But really, the Dodgers, like, it's a Dodgers town, man. It really is. Yeah. And the and the Dodgers are, like, what, the last few years, which, granted, they've been very good. Obviously, you know, they won the World Series last year. Uh, and they've mm-hmm. contended for the last four. You know, yeah. like, they're, like, top in the big leagues almost for, almost, or they are. Uh, 2018, or 2019, they were number one in attendance per game. And 2018, too. And like I said, they're very good. So that makes it's a super duh. You know, people are yeah. going to go when you've got a really good team that's going to contend. But I feel like people go anyway. For sure. Because Dodger Stadium, another landmark, they're almost like the Yankees of the West Coast to me. They Yeah, exactly. Um, you see you see tons of L.A. hats, specifically, you know, the L and the A. Um, mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of Angels hats. You don't see as many San Francisco or Oakland hats. Nope. You definitely don't see very many Mariners hats just because they're terrible for so long right but but you see the la hat just if you if you're not in a baseball city you're gonna see either a yankee hat a boston hat or a dog hat. hat yeah typically you're, you're absolutely you know? right yeah and probably and, in that order honestly yeah yeah probably in that order um but chavez ravine as much of a nightmare as it is to get in out of there i've only heard stories i've heard the legend of the of getting out of chavez ravine um People still go. Celebrities go. Yeah. You know, celebrities aren't making the trip down to Anaheim to watch watch the Angels play so much. They're going to watch the Dodgers. It's the place to it's be true. and be seen. Yeah. So that's my number two. The Dodgers. Very cool. Uh the average ticket price for LA is one hundred eight dollars, coming in at number three. And then uh StubHub, excuse me, Wallet Hub puts them at number two ranked number two nice just like you brad all right (laughs) all right my number one (laughs) what doing something right yeah yeah that's right (laughs) my number one say real quick i bet your number one is the same i'm gonna bet you on that i'll bet you're absolutely right i bet we have the same one okay go ahead should we say it on three yeah ready three two one St. Louis. Louis. Yep. Yes. Why, Brad? Well, there's a number of reasons. Um, St. Louis, like we've talked about, just the consistency of the organization, and they've they've treated their fans well with the consistency, and those fans are smart. Yeah. Loyal and smart. Yep. St. Louis is known as one of the smartest baseball cities in the country. The fans know what's going on in the field. They know what's going on with their team, know what's going on with their opponents. And that goes a long way for me with yeah. being the best baseball, the best baseball city. Like, you know, the Rams were there. The reason they left was because, I mean, there was a lot of reasons, but the Cardinals are never going to leave ever, ever, ever. No, no. Like no. it helps being the only show in town. That's right. But they've been able to be, steadfast and stable because they draw if they didn't draw you know owners could easily pull them out and say you know what we're going to go somewhere else and and go somewhere where we can get more fans but totally but a loyal fan base a knowledgeable fan base to me makes them the the top the top team or the top baseball city i've also heard that they're among the kindest and most accommodating baseball fans in america like 
people who I've talked to that visit St. Louis and go to Bush, they're like, no, man, mm-hmm. they're so nice. They're, they're just glad you're there. They're really, I mean, you, you they want you to know what you're talking about. Otherwise, you're, you know, <laughs> you're not as hip as they are, but. Right. But they're, they're really, I hear, very kind, very accommodating. It's a family-oriented atmosphere, I hear. It's a big deal for me. But mm-hmm. also, and in addition to it being the only show in town, except for the, um, the, the blues, blues, of course, yeah, yeah, the blues are there. But that's relatively new. I mean, comparatively, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have been around for ever. Yeah, and they have a rich history. But the the next thing for me, the, the stadium's gorgeous, but also it's walkable, right? You can go to the Arch. You can go to the. There's breweries all up and down. You can get to. The uh, Anheuser-Busch Brewery, original brewery, is within walking distance as well. I mean, it's a really walkable metro area downtown, like the heart of downtown. And um, for me, that's that's a huge deal, right? Being able to yeah. to get out and walk around and uh, experience. That's why things like the battery in, in uh, that the Braves built in Marietta is a big deal, or Wrigleyville, things like that, uh, uh-huh. because there, you, you can you know, stand up economic development and a rich culture and stuff like that all in concert with baseball and not competing, which is something like the battery kind of struggles with in the Atlanta Braves market is because it's, it, it is kind of off and away in Marietta. It's almost an hour away from like Atlanta's downtown proper, um, mm. which is kind of weird, but apparently they draw tons of money. <laughs> I talked to a guy who does tours down there at uh, at the new park, SunTrust or whatever they're calling it today, Truist. And um, <laughs> I don't know, it changes all the time. But yeah, but, but, but in St. Louis, you don't have that problem. I mean, the economic development of the city is built up and around and in concert with the ball field. It's right there in the middle of everything. So there's no like, hey, come to the ballpark. It's like, hey, while you're on your way, you might as well watch a ball game. You know, like, yeah. and then when you're done, come over because we're right here. I love that. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, that's one thing. <laughs> You've done way more traveling than I have. You've seen way more of these ballparks. The only one I've ever actually been near is Dodger Stadium. I've never even actually been to a game there. I've mm-hmm. seen it from a distance. And um, actually, my brother-in-law showed me he's like he's like yeah so there's the stadium and that street right there is the only way out that's the only reason i know anything about that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) no i bush i walked right up to the gate at bush i mean they did i the day i was there i didn't have a game going on or anything but we walked from the arch to to the ball field and then we walked to a restaurant and then it was great i mean it was like this is this is like right here and it's just beautiful, cool. man, the way that it's built and everything. So in St. Louis, the average seat's about $100, $101. Um, and Wallet Hub lists it as number three. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.